Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerability Time. I am your host and published author, Trenton Epizon Rucker. Once again, it is so lovely to have y'all here. This podcast would not be anything without y'all, the listeners, and the special guests. Thank y'all for blessing this podcast enough to for it to go international um it's all about sharing our stories sharing our voices and just healing each other we're all trying to win folks and i just want to thank y'all for tuning in especially the special guests thank y'all for making this podcast what it is today so with that being said um we have a special guest um a registered nurse queen nasima um let me just so our topics is going to be uh, overcoming today, folks. That's going to be our topic. However, let me introduce y'all to Nasima a little bit, the queen. Okay, mm-hmm. so Nasima is a published author and the founder of Financially Intentional, which is a platform about personal finance and living life intentionally. Um, she also discusses how taking control of her finances has enabled her to overcome bankruptcy, divorce and break the cycle of living paycheck to paycheck. She shares the lessons along her path to help others benefit from the freedoms of financial independence. And outside of that, outside of encouraging people uh, to get their financial act together, um, she is also a mother, a labor and delivery nurse. Um, Though making six figures for years, she struggled with money, um, finally realizing that, you know, she couldn't out out earn her financial ignorance so she knew she had to make some changes and so by shifting her mindset around around money um excuse me by shifting her mindset around money being consistent and intentional she has she has paid off one million dollars in debt and grew and grew a six-figure net worth in three years without living in deprivation that y'all that y'all know i get emotional on this y'all and it's it's not even been two minutes and there i go about to cry (laughs) um nasima i I, i'm so i can't wait to hear um your story you know because this this just shows so much amazement however you know that did not happen without struggling having to overcome things um so but first before we get started can you tell us a little bit about your book (laughs) sure so um my book is called smart money and it's basically a book i wrote for myself that of like everything financial i wish i would have known in my 20s um because i started on my journey late so um if i was able to to accomplish that much in my late 30s i can only imagine what i've accomplished if i had known this like as a kid and so it's something i can share with my daughters and um it's something i wish i would have known and so just a way to share my knowledge and put it in an actionable um guide so that other people can achieve financial freedoms without having to make the mistakes that i did along the path yeah and that's what's beautiful because it's like we're able even though i wish it wasn't like this sometimes it's just like you know we we weathered the storm and so now we're able to you know help people avoid that 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 storm path but um so 
what what I'll do is, folks, um, I will have um, if you know financial freedom and you know paying off loans or debts. If you're needing any of that awesome advice, um, I'm gonna have um, Queen Nasima's um, Instagram. Um, uh, in the episode description and any other uh, contact that she'll give me. Um, I'll put that on the episode description below. I'll put the link to her book and just anything else um, that she wants to share. I'm going to put that in the episode description, folks, but I'll also be putting it in at least the next 10 episodes, episodes description, so we can get it out there. You know, um, Seema just healing the world. <laughs> so... Queen, in the topic of overcoming, what about that topic resonates with you? What's your story with that? I think um, a lot of my story had to do with what I had to go through. A lot of people see the numbers and they think like, oh, that's so amazing. And maybe think it was something linear, but it was a lot of things that I had to overcome to even get to that point. First of all, I had to overcome what I thought was normal. And, um, you know, I was raised that, you know, you to get out of poverty, to get out the hood, you go to college by any means necessary. You get that good job and you work, you get those good benefits and you work forever. And that's what it means to be successful. And um, that's one thing that I overcame because I had to overcome because I did all those things and yet I was still struggling financially. If something were to happen to me, I had nothing for my daughter. I was a single mom. I made a good income. Everybody thought I, I was out here in the streets popping, you know, the brand new house, the luxury car, like all of those things. But I knew that I was struggling. And so that was the first thing that I had to overcome. Um, Another thing that I had to overcome in this process was during this process, I started off as a single mom, um, then got married shortly in, um, into the journey. Then I was in an extremely abusive relationship, mentally and physically abusive relationship, and having to overcome that while on this journey and at the end of our relationship actually having to pay my abuser was something that could have taken the normal person out and i'm not saying I'm, I'm not normal i'm just saying what i had to overcome in that process because i could have been knocked down um but it was bigger than me um, and, you know, I've had several setbacks and I think that um, my ability to overcome is actually one of my superpowers because I, I will tell you, you can knock me down, but you can never knock me out. And when I come back, I'm going to come back harder because I'm the bounce back queen. So I want people to know, <laughs> I just want people to know that. You know, a lot of people are scared to do things because they're scared to fail, are scared about the what ifs. But like, what if you don't do those things? Like making a choice to do nothing is still making a choice. And I'd rather make a choice and fail and take those lessons and learn than to not have done it at all. And I can't imagine what my life would have been like if I hadn't just stepped out on faith and did what I needed to do and stumbled along the way because now I can share with other people what they don't have to do so that they can accelerate and get to, get to building wealth faster. 
<laughs> okay, <And> Trish. <laughs> no, that's you. That's you do that to me. You making me cry. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, Nasima Queen. So when you mentioned, you know, your greatest strength, you know, is, is overcoming. Yes. Um, have you ever had moments where, you know, you felt like giving up or moments that you gave up? Um, cause we, we see quote unquote the end. And I say quote unquote, cause like, like you said, like we see all the credentials now and where you're at now, you know, um, but it's hard to, you know, there's, there's that middle before there's that end. Um, so have you ever felt like giving up in the middle and what did that look like for you? I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I feel like giving up more often than not. There's more days that I don't, I feel like giving up than there is that of days where I want to be because this is hard. This work is hard. Um, it's easy for me to go to work and just be a nurse and make really good money. But um, trying to educate people and break these cycles, these mental cycles where, you know, we self-sabotage ourselves into thinking that we have to live in a certain kind of way um, and condition our minds that wealth is impossible for us. This is this is hard work. It's hard working. I thought it would be easy because I saw the freedoms that it led um it gave me in my life and I just wanted it for everybody else. But everybody has to go through their own journey of like discovering, you know, what their own blocks are that are standing in the way from whatever they want to achieve. And a lot of people, I mean, like if you ask most people, I don't think there will be a lot of people that wouldn't tell you that they don't want to be wealthy. But when it comes down to not even doing the work, but just the mindset that shift that it takes to start building wealth, it is a huge, huge barrier that people have to overcome. So yeah, I feel like giving up a lot, but I don't because it's bigger than me. And that's the thing, like as humans, it we're gonna feel like giving up. However, the difference, like there's giving up the feeling and then there's giving up the action. And it's just like, you know, it's very normal for humans to feel like giving up. And I mean, I'm, I finally found this out. Um, cause I was like, I don't know if it was intentionally or unintentionally, but basically I was like put to shame if I felt like giving up. And so I thought something was wrong with me. And because I felt like giving up, I thought that that was already it, you know, and then I did research and then I, um, I learned how like in the caveman and the hunter gatherer days, you know, how humans, you know, made it to where we are today, you know, feeling like giving up is a very normal, very normal feeling. Um, and I just, I wish I was told that back then. Cause I'm like, you know what, looking back, I'm like, yeah, there's a difference between giving up and feeling like giving up, you know? And I'm like, wow, one is, one can be an action. One can be a feeling, you know? Um, and so I just think that's super inspiring that you mentioned that because there's folks right now who are going in their middle, you know, who are currently in their middle season um, that are feeling like giving up right now. 
Um, so on that note, is there what 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 or who um, motivated you to like continue, you know, to push through uh, that middle season? You know, initially it was. Um... I mean, and it, and, it, and it changes. Like initially it was my daughter. Now I have two daughters. Um, I knew I had to do it for her. Um, like I said, it was so much bigger than me. And then when I created this platform, I started seeing how much people needed to hear this and needed to hear it from me because nobody else can explain things the way that I can. Nobody has the same lived experiences as me. And all too often in this personal finance community, you know, it's like this, um, it's very pale, very stale, very male. And, <laughs> you know, it's, oh, it's like people are not, not, can't relate. So, um, like I said, it's bigger than me. And so I keep on going because I know that I'm needed. Yes. And that's something so beautiful that you just mentioned, you know, cause I mean, I, this is what that made me think of is I've heard uh, people say, um, even I've said this, you know, um, and this was one of my statements before I started the podcast. It's like, Oh, someone else already did it. You know, someone else is already doing it. Why, why do it? And something that you mentioned, a theme that I caught is, there is something unique about you as an individual that someone needs to hear from you, whether that be, you know, you can be an embodiment of representation or just understanding toward them or the way that you say something, someone is going to receive it, you know, through your uniqueness and you have, you know, your own unique experience. And yes, people can go through similar things, but it's not experienced how the individual is in that moment experiencing it so i think that that's so beautiful and so encouraging that you encouraging that you mentioned that um i wish i met you a year ago <laughs> wish i met you a year ago because it doesn't like it doesn't matter if someone else has already done it you haven't done it and someone needs to hear you and i just wish that i heard that oh like a year ago like shoot even four months ago um so i just think it's so inspiring inspiring okay i can't talk today so inspiring you know um everything that you've just been sharing so far you know because i would say currently i'm in my middle season right now so um y'all don't know this but before um this episode started recording i was reading um reading the queen's bio queen nasima's bio and i was reading i read it like five six times um and i i got teary-eyed <laughs> it's inspiring folks because it's like how many of us you know that middle that things just don't look pretty things just don't feel or look like it can get better things feel impossible and like queen nasima was saying is like you know it's kind of like in our mental mindset it's kind of like we're either taught or we even we just put our own limitations upon us you know um i so seeing oh god there i go 
<laughs> but let me just tell you something, Trenton, because yes. you have a very unique perspective and you have a very unique voice and you have so much love in your heart and everybody needs to experience that. So limiting yourself <laughs> is just a disservice to yourself, but not only to yourself, but to the people who really just need you. And you never know how many people are out there listening and how many people need you. Like I am shocked by the amount of people that have told me like, yeah, I've heard you here. This changed my life in this kind of way. And I've been able to do X, Y, and Z. But let me tell you something else. The gag is nobody has it all figured out. And that's what everybody like wants you to believe that they have this system. They have this method. Their world is so perfect. It's not. Everybody is struggling with something. I don't have it all figured out. And I share that openly. And I'm just like, listen, I don't have it all figured out. But I'll let you know what I messed up on. But I, and I will take you on that journey with me. I am not perfect. But in seeing how I have my setbacks, seeing how I have my restarts, you can learn from them. And then that can accelerate your path faster than mine because you don't have to go through the BS. Because you said, Nassim already and in this, she, she learned this. Now I'm going to do this. And that's why I share. And that's why I share because nobody is perfect. And if you think I have it all figured out, you are sadly mistaken. I want you to come walk a day in my shoes, take care of these little bad kids I got back here. Okay. Like one is probably going to bust in here in a minute talking about how much I don't love her. So like, you know, I don't, it's day by day. But what the difference between me and most people are is that number one, I'm not afraid to be vulnerable and share. And number two, I'm not afraid to keep on learning. I'm gonna keep on learning and keep on growing because I don't think that there's anything wrong with thinking that I want more. I want more, I deserve more, and I'm gonna keep on striving for more. It's <laughs> Queen, I'm here for this. Yes, you know, and the two things that really stood out to me, and you mentioned this a couple times, um, <clears throat> it's bigger than you. So like, it's not all about just us. Like, it's like, there are so many people that, you know, we are meant and we're able to, and we can impact. Um, so I just think it's so cool that you stepped out, you know, um, you stepped out, you know, when things, when you, when things probably were like too dark to see, you know, to see the next step, you still stepped out. You didn't quit. Um, and that's the thing. Also something really cool that you mentioned, um, about setbacks and learning, you know, um, failures are precursor to success. In fact, failure is failure can be success just it feels different um, because it's like failure can teach you things, can teach us things that success can never teach us. Um, and another thing, you said you don't have it all together and that's what's so beautiful. It's like, I know somebody needs to hear this right now that you don't have to have it all together to have a purpose. Don't, you don't have to have it all figured out to have a purpose. The plan don't gotta be perfect to be purpose. Like, 
progress is over perfection. Perfection does yes. not exist on this earth. Yes. It's progress. Practice makes progress not perfect. I wish it made perfect. That would be nice. <laughs> That'd be nice. But um, so I just think that, that you're such an embodiment of that. You know what I mean? Like you said, like you're being vulnerable and letting people know, you know, you don't have it all together. Yes, you have all of this. However, you know, life ain't perfect, you know, and because I feel like so many of us, we have, you know, myself included, I was raised um, intentionally and unintentionally, this whole facade or this, of what this ideal human is supposed to be, someone on this pedestal that has it all together, you know, and it's like, how can I relate to that? I can relate to real, but I cannot relate to perfection. And so it's like we're striving for this thing of perfection that cannot be possible. But like you said, like humans, we're not perfect, but that doesn't mean that we're not capable of growth. So like you said, you know, the continuation of learning and learning. Yes, that's beautiful. So I just know somebody needs to hear it. You know, I know I need to hear it that it doesn't have to be perfect. I just need that reminder. Somebody out there never has heard that or needs to hear that reminder. Um, Queen Nasima, the, the first time I've heard any of this was of that theme that I just told you was, let's see, not even a year ago. Let's just round yes, it up. I'll just say a year because I don't I don't want to count all the months. <laughs> a year ago, pretty much. Um, and so I just think like that's the thing hearing this from you this it's just it's 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 really resonating with me it really is resonating with me and i just want to thank i literally want to thank you because if this was a male telling me this i wouldn't receive it i would i would not receive it i'm just like man that's why <laughs> yeah you need to hear from who you need to hear from yes. but the thing is, is it's so funny is that all of us, all of us think this, right? All of us think that, you know, our lives are supposed to look a certain way and we're supposed to be doing a certain thing. And like what we pictured ourselves doing isn't where we are. And all of us feel like this, but for some reason, we still are like striving for that perfection that we know is impossible instead of like embracing where we are right now and living in that and appreciating what we got to get what we went through to get there um i was reading this book with my book club last week it's called um confessions of a 40 something effort <laughs> you know and it just talked about this lady who was in her 40s and she had just broken up with her fiance. She had to move back home with, and she couldn't even move back home with her parents because they didn't have room for her because they was Airbnb. And, you know, then she like um, was surrounded by all these friends who have families and were married. And she felt like she just, you know, was in a bad place in her life. But then when she started talking to her friends, they was like, girl, we not happy. My, he about to lose his job. We about to get divorced. Like, this is not what I signed up for. I didn't want to be chasing these kids around, you know, and they looked at her life as ideal. But we do that all the time. We're just like, man, if my life was like hers, it would be perfect. And it's not. Your life is your life. And we spend so much time trying to chase after the ideal life that we don't spend the time to actually enjoy the life that we have. 
that's another sign. That's another sign. Because I was literally talking about this uh, two weeks ago. And um, and I, I, t- I tell my friends in my uh, church group, I was like, look, <laughs> I know, like, I just know Holy Spirit's trying to tell me something when Holy Spirit tells me something and then it gets confirmed through someone else, you know, and the fact that I can literally show you, I have it written down in my notes um, of certain topics that I know I needed to hear. Uh, for example, like living in the now, living your life, like don't like try your best not to, oh, I wish I had that, then I'll be happy. I wish I had this, then I'll be happy, you know, um, which is it's good to, you know, you know, want and strive for things that just, at least for me, I don't want that to be the basis of my happiness, the foundation of my happiness, because there's always going to be something else, something else, something (laughs) else, you know? And so um, here, goodness, I mean, look, I'm I'm just so grateful (laughs) to be speaking to you because this is just inspiring. (laughs) Like, seriously, I needed to hear that because that's definitely something that, you know, I'm currently working on. You know, um, so um, in August, in the fall, I'm going to start going back to therapy to work on that. Uh, Oh, yeah. Therapy. Oh, yes. Therapy. Yes. God Mm -hmm. love it. Um, To work on that, you know, because you're right. Like, in a way, it kind of like steals my happiness and my joy when I'm like, oh, when I get this, then I'll do that. Oh, when I have what they have then I'll be happy because I'm I'm, honestly I'm currently doing that right now because um (laughs) I'm about to get my doctorate um thank you (laughs) in the next couple years and where I'm at let's just say this where I'm at now I used to wish I had where I'm at now back then and there I go now I'm like oh I, I I have this wow and it's just like not as fully satisfied because I'm always <laughs> yeah and so that's so the fact that you said that you know that's just a sign that's a sign <laughs> that's more confirmation I'm going to therapy yeah. next month for that folks I, yes, gotta, yes. I can't let that rob my life anymore life is life is literally too short um and right mm-hmm. yes so queen before we wrap up um is there anything else that you would like to share or to say um oh also as well as is there any advice you would like to give um for those who were similar to where you were in the middle yeah so i would say like if when you're in a position where you feel like these things need to change or you're kind of stuck in the in-between point, I want you to just take a look around and assess who you're surrounded with and what you're consuming every day. Because chances are you are the average of the people you're surrounding yourself with and the content that you're consuming. So anytime you get stuck, that's your normal, right? So you have to 
and that's your comfort zone. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You, you have to buck normal and you have to do something different. And for me, when I was, you know, struggling with money and just like, okay, but everybody's struggling with money, but I knew I didn't want to be like that, right? So what I had to do was I had to surround myself with other images or put myself in other rooms and that I did virtually. So I listened to podcasts um, of people who were doing things that I aspired to. I listened to audiobooks of people who have achieved financial independence or are on the road to financial independence. And this is what was in my head 24 seven. And then ultimately like those people that I listened to, those people that I followed on social media, they actually became my friends in real life. So now I'm surrounded by, you know, people who are millionaires who in their thirties and forties, people who have achieved financial independence. So now it's normal for me. And so when I say in those circles, oh, I paid off a million dollars in debt in three years, they're just like, okay, that's cool. It's not anything that's like, oh, it's not crazy, unattainable because these are things that are our norm so shift that norm shift that norm get uncomfortable and it doesn't it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be like overnight it can be gradual but change your circle of influence and you'll be surprised how much you change oh 1000 percent oh 1000 percent um and that's important you know like what are we consuming? Whether that be relationships or, you know, television or, you know, music. Um, it's, I mean, it's literally scientifically proven that, you know, that does have an effect. Um, our environments, um, well, they said our consumptions um, have an effect on our minds. And so that's something that's Cause, cause me, I'm trying to, <clears throat> I'm trying to get away from reality TV. Real Housewives, there's nothing <laughs> healthy about that. It's nothing healthy about Real Housewives. It, 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 I just, I feel like it's time for me. No, no, no shame to anyone who loves Real Housewives. I love it a little too much. Clearly, I've been watching it for years. But so funny. Where I want to go in life now, some, it's, it's it's getting to that time where it's like, okay, my consumption, it needs to start changing. Um, and I've been, I've been through the consumption change many times in life. Um, it's not easy at first folks. It doesn't always feel good. And sometimes it can feel lonely and sometimes it cannot. Um, but let that be a reminder folks, or if this is the first time you're hearing it, um, these wise words from Queen Nasima. um, <laughs> the influence around you um maybe you haven't noticed it but take take a take a look just you know keep keep the thought intentional um now that you're you know aware that you know it uh an influence because at least for me queen nasima way back then i didn't even realize that influence i didn't even i was so oblivious to it you know um yeah, you know. Um, I mean, but most people don't know until they start making those shifts. And then it's just yeah. like, oh, it's different over here. <laughs> yes. It's worth it, folks. It might hurt yes. at first, it, it, but it's worth it. 
Okay, y'all. Well, <laughs> that has been a literally a marvelous, marvelous episode with Queen Nasima. Uh, folks, like I said, all of her information, links, and ways to contact her. Um, and oh, she also has a podcast as well. So mm-hmm. that'll be all. She has so much. It's amazing. So that'll all be in the episode description below, as well as the upcoming episode descriptions, just in case, you know, y'all forget to look at the episode description. And then, you, so when you get on the next episode, maybe you remember to look at it. Cause I know I forget to look at episode descriptions all the time. Yeah, something's got to stay in the episode description consistently because one day I'm going to read yes. some episode <laughs> description. Um, yes. So this, this is, this is overcoming. This is Queen Nasima. You know, she is like the moon still having the courage to shine despite the darkest nights. Despite the darkest nights. Um, I'm just very grateful and I know we all are so grateful of what you have shared with us. You know what I mean? I know there's a lot more. Um, so I'm just so grateful and honored and blessed that of your vulnerability. Um, thank you for inspiring us. Y'all, she had me crying, crying, but y'all know I cry though, but this was, this was, this was not even two minutes into it. Um, so this has been another episode of vulnerability time i will see y'all uh next episode and thank y'all so 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 much for tuning in and for allowing us to have and embrace and receive queen nasima bye everyone